Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, well, we got an interesting report from Eric Pincus of Bleacher Report about LeBron James's contract extension situation. You combine that with what Rob Polinka said or wouldn't say at exit interviews about the extension situation, and I have some thoughts. First thought, extension situation is extremely difficult to say. So Eric Pincus of Bleacher Report wrote that, quote, sources at Clutch Sports insist those internal discussions on James' future haven't taken place yet, and that's regarding an extension uh, with the Lakers that he is up for this upcoming summer. Uh, again, let's go back to what Rob Palinka said about the situation. At the time, Palinka said that the two sides obviously couldn't talk about an extension uh, quite yet as the NBA calendar year had not uh, f- yet finished up. Um, and as such, he couldn't comment on whether the Lakers would want LeBron back. I've I've honestly never heard of that before, where a team can't even admit that they would like to extend a player. I've I'm like I'm I'm not even kidding. Off of the top of my head, I have never heard of that type of approach to uh, the entering into negotiation talks. Uh, Polinka did say though at the time that he got the sense that LeBron wants to be in LA long term. Um, and, and all of that stuff. So again, so just to you know, fully clarify here, uh, according to Eric Pincus, the talks about an extension between LeBron and his camp at Clutch have not yet happened. And yet, Rob Palenka thought that uh, he was confident that LeBron wants to be in L.A. long term. Now, all that said, LeBron has said he wants to be in L.A. long term and uh, that he can't see himself being anywhere else. That was... Uh, all those quotes kind of came at a time where there was all the kind of positioning and posturing about, oh, look at what's going on in Cleveland. Um, oh, hey, look at the job that Sam Presti is doing. Uh, Les Snead uh, wore a fuck them picks shirt that LeBron appeared to enjoy. Uh, so, <laughs> so at that time, those quotes, the context around the quotes in which LeBron said he wanted to be in L.A. long term, um, need to be taken into account. Not saying he was lying. They just need to be taken into account. And the fact that here again, you have Palinka speaking for somebody who hasn't spoken about the situation uh, at, at this point after the season. And he says something that kind of serves the Lakers. And the leaked retort to that is that no, those conversations haven't quite happened yet. Um, so that's that's the context under which all of this is going on. Now let's get to a potential reading of the situation. LeBron was pissed about the Lakers not doing what he wanted them to do at the trade deadline. You can you can say that you know a, a mountain was made of a molehill. I just frankly disagree. There was a lot going on at the trade deadline, a lot going on at All Star Weekend that lent itself to LeBron was annoyed at the fact that the Lakers were basically giving up on the season. They uh, basically told everybody who was paying attention that there wasn't anything that the Lakers could do at the trade deadline that could put the Lakers back into title contention. So let's just quit on this year, get to the offseason, and look at things all over again once Russell Westbrook's contract becomes an expiring one instead of a two-year deal worth 
upwards of $90 million, more than $90 million. Um, so that, that was the situation then. And at that time, if LeBron was pissed about it, short of demanding a trade, there wasn't anything he could do about it. They, he, he, was, he was always going to be under contract for next year. He signed a, a deal for the first time basically since his rookie deal that had no outs, um, no player options, no ETOs, no early termination options. That is, uh, there was the, he limited his options here as a sign, as a symbol to a Lakers organization that had just won a championship that, all right, I trust you. Here's the next four years of my career. Let's see how this thing goes. Um, and and the reward for that was that the Lakers did not do what he wanted them to do at the deadline. And he was he didn't like it. He was pissed about it. And and that is well reported, well documented that he didn't like the Lakers' approach at the deadline. And the idea of foregoing another prime season, a year where he was capable of leading the league in scoring, was just fallen by the wayside because the Lakers didn't have the assets to make up for the bad decision that was the Russell Westbrook trade. And it wouldn't surprise me if his approach to this extension here is, look, the extension is on the table. I don't think the extension is going anywhere, but I need to see what you guys are going to do to fix this. I need to see what kind of coach you guys are bringing in to fix this. And based on how those things are going, how those things might go, all right, then I'll sign an extension. But until then, I'm not going to make the mistake again of limiting, limiting my options and thus giving you the leverage to tell me, sorry, LeBron, that's just how this is going to go. And again, the Lakers are going to have a major decision on their, on their hands this upcoming offseason where... In order to get the Lakers back into even potential championship contention, they are going to have to trade one, if not two, first-rounders. That would <laughs> mean that they are foregoing control of their first-rounders until 2030. And uh, that would extend well beyond LeBron's Lakers career, if not NBA career. And at that time, the Lakers would be extremely limited in their options to try to enter the next era of Lakers basketball after LeBron. So the Lakers here have to make a choice. Do you go all in on win now with the ultimate win now player? Or do you say, look, we'll do what we can, but we have to keep an eye towards the future. LeBron might not like, will not like the latter of those two options. And I would imagine that if the Lakers come back to him and say, we cannot forego our future, to give you merely a chance at winning a championship this year, it wouldn't surprise me if he said, then why am I here? Honestly, if I was LeBron, I would retort. I would say, well, why am I here? Why employ me if you are not interested in maximizing your chances at winning a championship with me and Anthony Davis here? If you are that interested in the future, go ahead. See what you can get for me. See what you can get for AD and usher in the next chapter of Lakers basketball. But if you're not willing to do that, and if you're trying to straddle this fence of contention now while also maintaining future flexibility, then, look, there's an old phrase that I used to use when I was playing. You, you, you play half speed, you get your ass beat. And I think the Lakers here 
they have to make a decision. They have to basically say, all right, we are either in win now mode still, and we are going to fully commit to winning now with LeBron, or we are going to fully commit to rebuilding and, and getting ready for the next chapter of the Los Angeles Lakers organization. And depending on how that goes, that's probably going to define how this extension talk goes. Maybe LeBron still signs an extension, but he does so with the, with the notion of, I will not finish out my contract here. You guys better get ready to move me. I'll offer up a little bit more um, flexibility for you. If you trade me and I'm on a contract extension, that means whoever trades for me would be getting me for at least two years and thus might be more willing to part with uh, important assets in order to land me. But I, I, I can't imagine LeBron would be thrilled with another season like this where he does everything that it takes to get his body ready for one last hurrah with the Lakers, and the Lakers aren't willing to meet him halfway. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you guys check out the Taco Tuesday guys from yesterday discussing, um, I would imagine they're going to touch on this, the coaching search, playoff basketball as they cover the teams that they uh, have have since adopted, and then uh, it being Wednesday today, Get ready for the latest episode of the I Love Basketball podcast with Raj and Sabrina, um, where they might actually, they they probably do currently love basketball because the Lakers aren't playing playing any more of it this year. Until all of that and until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.